You're listening to the Clear Your Blocks to Glowing Health podcast with Anna King. Anna is a wellness coach and EFT practitioner who specializes in helping you clear what's blocking you from a level of health you can love. By listening to this podcast, you agree to the disclaimer located at AnnaKingCoaching.com or in the show notes below and agree to take full responsibility for your health and well-being. Thank you and enjoy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to podcast number 23. In this podcast, I want to share some of the concepts that I've been talking about and sharing about in the community about how to bounce back. So if you have had a busy month of May, or this has just been a busy season, or whenever you're listening to this podcast, if you're feeling like you need some encouragement and inspiration and practical tips on how to bounce back from busyness and times that you feel like you've maybe fallen off the wagon a little bit, I hope this podcast will support you in feeling just empowered to to come back to what your health goals are and your vision is. So let's uh, let's dive in. I'm going to talk a little bit about um, some of the concepts behind this idea of bouncing back, and then we're going to get into some practicals. So the first thing that happens when we have been in a really busy season is there's a lot of self-condemnation and blame that we can heap on ourselves. And it's really easy to get sort of stuck in this, man, I've already messed up so much. Is it really going to be worth bouncing back? And is it really going to be worth diving back into some of the health vision or goals that I have? And so I always tell my clients, forgive yourself quickly. We tend to subconsciously hold on to this sort of self-blame or or condemnation. And it's really important to just mentally and emotionally just say, you know, whatever happened, happened. And the beautiful thing about the body and the mind is that it restores and repairs and renews. And that is such a gift to us. And if we can just believe in ourselves and our body's capacity enough, then we have the capa- we have the ability to bounce back and forgive ourselves quickly. So we don't want to let this be this old pattern or habit or season of our life, you know, even if it's been a few weeks or a few months of just busyness and maybe you haven't been eating the way you want to eat or you don't have your self-care practices or your rituals, you don't want to let that become this sort of new identity or way of operating. You want to really let yourself change and heal and grow and, and, and make whatever changes without holding on to that condemnation. So on an emotional level, I always recommend that you consider doing the EFT tapping to work through any emotional blockages that may be present. So maybe you feel some frustration with yourself. You need to be able to clear through that so that your energetic body, your emotional body can feel clear. And uh, if you're feeling any anxiety or you're feeling frustrated or you're feeling overwhelmed or stressed, the EFT tapping excels in being able to help you clear through that. So if you can possibly do some EFT tapping, of course, I highly recommend that. And uh, let's talk about the practical piece of this. So there are two main things that I'm going to zero in on. One is becoming process-oriented rather than goal-oriented. And what I mean by this is that our culture tends to focus so much on goals. What are your health goals? You know, what what are you wanting to do? And then lots of the health goals are, you know, I want to feel healthier or I want to lose weight or I want to become more fit. 
and those are those are great goals to have. But what ends up happening is that if we don't have a process to help ourselves actually get to those goals, they are very broad in general, and it's really easy to slide back into old habits. And so the other thing with being process-oriented is we want to continue to find a way of life that's not a short-term diet or a short-term protocol. It's really important to be integrating into your daily rituals and your daily habits the things that are life-giving to your body. And uh, so that this is a, it, the processes that we're putting in place are not short-term, they are long-term. They are the things that help you f- feel more light and energized and healthy. And then by, by nature of, of doing those things, the side effect of that is going to be that you may lose weight or you're going to feel stronger or more fit. So whatever it is, when we set up those processes in your life and you become more process-oriented, then the, the, the way of life becomes just natural and habitual and it becomes the new normal. So that's what I really want to encourage you to do is to, once you've set your vision or your goal, is to become as process-oriented as you can. So consider starting with three processes. You want to kind of break them down into very specific things that you have decided that you're going to do. And I, I would suggest making them as doable and accessible as you possibly can. They must feel doable. If they feel overwhelming, especially if you've been in a stressful season, then your nervous system will push back a great deal and you may not be able to follow through consistently. So if you make it super doable, like for example, one of your processes is, you know, when I wake up in the morning, I'm going to first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to put on my workout clothes and I'm just going to do 15 minutes of movement or five minutes of movement, whatever amount feels extremely doable. That's what we want to do. So you can always add on later, but what you want to consider here is setting that process into place and always showing up for yourself. So if the process is I wake up in the morning, I put my workout clothes on and I show up and I do five minutes of movement, what's happening is you're developing your brain and body's connection to this is just what I do when I wake up, just like I brush my teeth when I wake up or I get in the shower every morning or whatever it is. So decide what sort of process works for you and make it very doable and then show up for yourself every single time. Now, if you make it doable and you always show up, then you, again, you could always add on later. You could add on the level of intensity or you could add on the length, but you're doing it in a way that feels very supportive to your your mind and your body. So another idea is if you are wanting to release weight or cleanse in some way, you could say, okay, I'm going to always make sure that I do a green juice or a green smoothie or a green elixir every morning, let's say after I work out. The first thing I'm going to do when I start to feel hunger coming on is I'm going to have that green drink and I'm going to allow my body to have this cleansing time. And I'm going to do that until my body calls for solid food. So if that's just sort of a structure that you put in your life, 
then you're setting up some time in your day for daily cleansing. And it's just, it's just what you do, right? It's just in your sort of steps throughout the day. The other thing is to ensure that this is successful at the outset of any new process, make sure that you put it in a reminder app on your phone or your uh, a sticky note or something that helps you just jog your memory that this is the new process that you're starting. So if you have that little memory jog, kind of a cue that you use to remind yourself to do this new thing, and then you make it very doable, nothing overwhelming or stressful, and then you show up for yourself every single time. Make this a non-negotiable. Don't ask yourself the question, am I going to do it today? Just show up. And if you've made it doable enough, then it will feel, it, it will begin to feel light and easy. And uh, then this just creates a really good um, upward spiral of health. The second key here is identity, which is the lens with which you see yourself. And so many people are trying to create new habits while seeing themselves as someone who struggles to uh, make healthy habits stick or someone who isn't really worthy enough to be that person who is full of life and and, uh, health. And so what I um, highly recommend is that you begin to take the time to visualize yourself as someone who feels strong and light and is healthy and tune into that visual of what would the ideal, uh, healthiest visual of me be like? And if I was that person right now, what would I be doing? What does that healthy person do? on a daily basis? What does their life look like? And as you begin to visualize it and you embody it, then it no longer becomes, well, I'm not eating sugar because I'm trying to quit. It becomes, I just, that's not part of who I am. I don't eat sugar because that's just not me, right? So the way that you see yourself, the lens with which you see yourself is probably the most important foundation because it is part of the beliefs, the self-beliefs that we all have about what's possible and what's not possible for ourselves. So if you notice that you have a lot of um, self-judgment or negativity towards yourself or you see yourself as someone who struggles all the time, I encourage you to begin to reframe and rewire that and tune into the possibility that that is actually not true about you and that you can start to see yourself with this new light and with this new identity and that that foundation is going to help you build these habits and build these new rituals or you know ways of, of operating. And that is probably the most important thing when it comes to bouncing back, is seeing yourself through the lens of someone who is healthy, who does have what it takes, who is worthy. And then as you integrate those processes, you can just stand back and watch the magic happen. If you want to go from concept to experience, from idea to action, get coaching, community, and retreats by joining the Core Community, a health-conscious, heart-centered, growth-minded community that will help you thrive. Go to AnnaKingCoaching.com to find out more.